Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, everybody. I have a special guest on the podcast today. This is my firstborn, Brennan, named after a Hawaii quarterback with the last name of Brennan. And we used to watch like college football with Sean when I was pregnant with Brennan and we couldn't pick on a name. I wanted to name you Jackson. And that influenced you. (laughs) And Sean was like, no, we're not naming him Jackson. And then what were some of the other names? I wanted to name you um, Dawson, but he said Dawson Gibson sounded dumb. And so he couldn't do that same. He didn't like Jackson Gibson because he's like, you can't have it be the same name. Son, son at the end. He was like, it doesn't work. But those are all I wanted like. Um, like Weston and everything that I liked ended with stun. Yeah. <laughs> All the ones that I hated. Yeah. And so then when I saw the name Brennan on the back of the, the jersey and he was, he didn't win the, what what's like the football award that you win? Like, like the Heisman award? Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't win the Heisman that year, but he was nominated to win the Heisman that year. But he didn't end up winning. Anyway, it was the quarterback of Hawaii in 2007 to 2008 because Brennan was born in 2008. So we have a special episode planned for you today. Uh, Brennan is 15. Learner's permit. Barely 15. Learner's permit. And when I started building my network marketing empire... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brennan was seven. So he uh, he remembers life before I worked and also knows what life looks like while I'm working as opposed to some of my other kids who were younger. When I started network marketing, Brennan was seven, Mackenzie was uh, five, Chase was three, and Dean was four months old. So Dean and Chase have no memory of what it was like when I wasn't a working mom. And Mackenzie has some memories, but Brennan has more memories than anybody else. And so I wanted to bring him on the show today because one of the things that I know I really struggled with as a new working mom, being a complete stay-at-home mom for seven years before that, was always worried and feeling guilty about how is this going to affect my kids? How was this going to, um, you know, like influence them? And when I asked myself those questions, I was always thinking about the worst case scenario. It was always like, oh, they're going to, they're going to end up like on drugs and teen pregnancy and, um, like in jail. Like it was like, because I'm a working mom, everything bad is going to happen to my kids. And, and I don't find that to be uncommon with many of my clients. And many of you as listeners here on the podcast is moms in the United States, in developed countries in general, tend to have all of this guilt and fear around working. And in other underdeveloped countries, it's not a fear. It's if I don't work, my children will die. If I don't work, my children will starve to death. And that's just not a problem that we have here in the United States for the most part. Of course, we have single moms. Of course, we have struggling families that you have to work, two people working at the same time. But most uh, developed countries, women have guilt with working. And so I have not given Brennan any questions ahead of time. We're just having a totally 
unscheduled conversation here. So I'm excited just as much as you are to see what comes out of his mouth. But I wanted to sort of get his take on what he wishes moms would know, working moms would know. And you can be totally honest. Like, you know, I love you no matter what you say. Uh, You can like throw me under the bus. You can say whatever you want. But like an honest conversation about things that you've liked, disliked, and things that that you wish other mom, working moms knew as a child with a mom that works. Okay, go. What's coming to mind as you first start talking? So first of all, you're going to need to know if you become successful through working, it's not going to matter in the end because you're successful and are able to like keep your family up and like eating and living and being able to thrive. It's going to be good in the end because you're not going to have to like necessarily worry about your kids' health necessarily and that you'll be like it's going to be good in the long run just because they have like a home to be at like a family that is there for like them most of all so you would say like because it's true when you don't have money like those are the things you're worried about and so you're like it's going to be worth it essentially like you're hooking your future self up yeah yeah okay okay i like that what has been the hardest thing about me working versus when i wasn't working well, it's like it was always more laid back when you weren't working. So it's like sometimes like when you are working, you're not saying you're never there, but you're just not there all the time. So you can't experience everything. But it's kind of a special situation when you're because we have dad home a lot of the time. So we mm-hmm. do always have a parent. But for some families that have both of the parents working, sometimes it's the parents that aren't there. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes probably be a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. so. Like it was more laid back when I wasn't a working mom. Yeah. And in what way? Because you're just like always there to have fun with the kids Mm -hmm. and to like, just like be there for the experiences, Mm -hmm. see your kids grow up a lot. You don't feel like I see you grow up now? No, you do. It's just like back then you were, you were able to experience like every second of our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it was like, I mean, it was like the only focus yeah, like you guys were ev- i mean you still are my everything yeah. obviously but my everything was- i love you so much <laughs> but like we would like go to the zoo and the aquarium and the children's museum um like literally those three places every single week yeah. it, was just, <laughs> it was just like so easy because you were always there for every second so was it easy though because you were little and we didn't really have because like i thought about this a lot right is it's like well that was before like when i started you were just starting first grade. And so it was sort of like a transition of our life in general, right? Like before then you were going to have to kindergarten and we could still go hit the aquarium, the zoo, everything after school. But we had other like little kids that needed naps in the afternoon. So pretty much life kind of changed when we had Chase anyway, because Mackenzie, like she, her nap was done, but Chase still had a nap. So some of our things were limited and it kind of was an opportunity where we like, we're having a shift in our life anyway. So I wonder if it was just because it was a natural progression of how our family was changing as everybody was getting older. And sometimes I think that like, it like looks like it was my working that changed that, but was it? Um, That's kind of a hard question. I mean, it might've, but at the same time, it is the multiple kids that can change it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, one kid has to wake up and then the other one has to nap too. Mm-hmm. And like there's the younger kid that might need breastfeeding or extra care just because they're more 
they're little they're little like they're, <laughs> they're gonna need their diaper changed or and like do you remember like do you remember when Mackenzie was a baby very much that was, that was wild. I know you were little you guys were only 23 months apart yeah I only I don't remember do you remember her being was... like a toddler um I do remember her being pretty small and like Chase is a baby yeah, probably Chase is a baby. And yeah. Dean is a baby. Yeah, for sure. But not necessarily Mackenzie as a baby. Not as much. Yeah, that's so crazy. So yeah, because I think so often, like, especially as moms, we, we like, we, I could look back on that time and I could be like, oh my gosh, like, he thinks that like, I don't, I'm not focused on him anymore, but like, that's not what he said, right? He just said it was more laid back, but life was more laid back when they were little. So was it me working that made it less laid back or was it just a natural progression? And so he answered that question in such a brilliant way. We don't really know, right? We don't really know. What would you say are the the benefits of having me worked? And then we'll talk about the things that you don't like about me working. Well, it really depends on how successful you are as... Does it? Does it really matter? Um, I mean, it depends because like... Um, say the question again. Like, what are the benefits of me working? Um, you're gonna probably like that you see in your life, not like in general of like all moms everywhere, but your personal experience. What have your benefits of me working been? You're gonna live better. You're gonna be better off because it's just been like you get to move to a better neighborhood. You get a safer neighborhood. You get to have Cool things, cards, all the stuff. <laughs> cool. What about like non-materialistic things? Um, I don't know. Like what? Like, do you remember Dad being around very much? Yeah, he was gone a lot, and I remember it was like Saturday was the day because he was home. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't even home all day. He would literally work until like one o'clock in the afternoon because. That's the whole reason why I started network marketing is I was like, if I could just make a thousand dollars a month, then Sean dad wouldn't have to work on Saturdays. And then he could be home to make the pancakes and we could have family time. That was the whole only reason why I started working was just so we could have Saturdays. And then like, here we are seven years, eight years later. It's crazy, right? So dad was never there. Do you find it? To be like, what impact on your life do you notice that dad being around more makes? Like, what do you get to do with dad because he doesn't work anymore? I get to go on trips a lot. We get to just spend more time with him. I get to go mountain biking with him whenever I want to. Yeah, you guys like, like, because what, like, what does he do for your mountain biking team? He rides. So yeah. Yeah. So like for someone who doesn't know what a ride leader is, like explain that to them. So for our team, a ride leader is like, so there's the different groups in the mountain biking team. And then each of the groups, like there's a volunteer ride leader where they kind of just like take, like the kids follow the ride leader up the a route through the mountain, wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they like follow the ride leader, the ride leader picks them out. Yeah. So you get to have your dad do that three days a week in the summer. Yeah. And then you could literally just go for a ride. I mean, it's starting to get hot in the afternoons, but like you guys can just go anytime during the day that you want to. Yeah. And we've gone to travel for moment like the rides too. Yeah. That's been so amazing because like there's been some trips that I can't go on because we can't take all the kids. Yeah. So dad just takes you and like some friends and you just like go to Moab 
Yeah. Or where Richfield was one of the other ones or race. Yeah. So you just like pick up and go, but you've been on trips that weren't even for races. Like, yeah. didn't you camp or something? Just barely. You guys camped like in the truck or something. I can't remember now. Um, I think it was with like the super recent one that we just went. Yeah, to. I think so. That was with our like core. Oh, because you guys went like, like camping or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaded. Yeah. And like just pick up and go anytime. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have our family trips that we could never do before. Like yeah. we never got to go to Disneyland before. Not that, not that like everything is about money and making money or whatever. I'm not saying that, but, um, but like dad is an active person in your life. Yeah. That could not have been possible if he was working. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. What are some of the downsides where you're like, I really hate it when you work because sometimes like when you're like going on calls a lot like mm. the house is always like just empty and like can't say you want to like go hang out with a friend or something you can't like ask them if you can so you're kind of just like yeah you up. cannot interrupt my zoom calls yeah no, that's that's the thing like you can't <laughs> interact with them at all while they're working mm. because like if you need something you can't because they're on like an important call or something mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard like that so that's like a nuisance to you yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like you have been scarred for life because I worked in any way? Not at all. <laughs> Not whatsoever. That was like a scary question for me to ask, but I know like you can tell that like you're answering honestly, at least I can. Cause like, I know you so well. Um, but like when I think of how, like, cause dad used to work three different jobs, six days a week, like never here. Yeah. And then not including summer vacation, right? Summer vacation. You guys are here for all my calls right now, right? I do three calls a week in my coaching community. I don't have calls for my network marketing team anymore or anything like that. But for my coaching community, I have three calls a week. Two of them are typically at noon. And one of them is like a four o'clock call. But during the school year, there's literally one call a week where I do it in the afternoon where you guys are home. When I was building my network marketing business, that was another story. Because I was like, I was on phone and Zooms and everything all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you remember? Yeah. I just was like. Kids house most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I farmed my kids out so much. Um, okay. Any other thoughts you want to share about like what would you say to like like knowing that we're sort of on the other side of this now, right? Like yeah. I put in those hard years in the beginning to have what we have now, right? Yeah. Learned how to do network marketing, learned how to create my coaching business, all of that. And knowing that that small sacrifice that we made as a family in those early years has given us everything that we have now, more time together, more luxury, more ability to serve. Like when you got to go to the food bank, like that was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like to see how, like there are some people that like, that's where they get their food. Right. Kind of puts it into perspective a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what did you, when you went to the food bank that day, like, what did you walk away? Was there like a new perspective that you had? Maybe a little bit. In what way? Like, how lucky we are to be able to, like, 
not be on the other end of that, be mm-hmm. able to serve and not receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like those, that sacrifice, cause it was a family sacrifice. We all made sacrifices in the beginning when I was building my legacy, my legacy, um, that now, now I get to teach people how to do that. So what would you say to a mom who is where I was in the early years where you're just questioning, like, is this going to be worth it? Are my kids going to like, what are my kids going to think? Like when they're, they're like, can't get to me when I'm on a zoom or, you know, like they're at a friend's house all the time or grandma's picking them up or, you know, whatever it is, like what words of encouragement would you say to that mom who is wondering if this is like worth it? That it's going to be okay in the end. Like I guarantee that if you put in enough work, if you make enough sacrifices that in the long run, it will be okay. Guaranteed. Mm, You're so amazing. All right. You heard it from the mouth of babes that are now like grown, grown teenage boys turning into men. He start when I started, he was seven and now he's 15. It's pretty crazy. Maybe I'll be able to talk my daughter into letting me interview her so you can get a different perspective than a boy's perspective. Cause it's always different between boys and girls, right? All right. Well, you are the freaking bomb. I love you, Brennan. You're the best. All you moms out there, keep going. It's worth it. You're going to be okay. Bye now. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.